Alrighty, hi there. Hey, my name is Christopher Perry. I am the commissioner for the Western Collegiate Hockey League, and this is episode number 410 of the WCHL podcast. Coming to you from a remote location in parts unknown with my best friend in all the world, my partner in crime, the amigo of amigos, Andrew Majorkirth. Andrew, say hello to the masses. Hello, everybody. Andrew, pull that microphone a little closer. Say hello to the masses again. Hello, everybody. Look at that. Look, at, Can you hear that sultry voice there? Can you, can you hear the bass in our voice here tonight? Oh, my goodness. Th- <laughs> this is part of, we found a pod room, which is kind of scary. Yes. I, uh, I griped all last year after I saw a guy that I went to high school with had a nice little pod room, and he was showing us up, and I was like, you know what, Chris, we need a pod room. <laughs> we, we got one. Here we are. Uh oh, studio studio D for dumb. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yikes! Yeah. All righty, Andrew. Hey, hold on. Let's hear some crunchy guitar, and then we're going to get right after it because we have some games to talk about. Are you ready? I am ready. Let's do it. Alrighty, Andrew, that was pretty cool. Oh, boy. You know, this is a brand new setup that we're dealing with, and, we, and we're not going to tell you all the innards and outards and all that kind of stuff, but for the first time, we're, like, doing this live. And we're actually doing it like true professionals do podcasts also. Well, I don't know about that. We're still dinglings. <laughs> well, we are. Well, we might be dinglings, but we're dinglings with some cool equipment now, there you that's go. for sure. Yeah, with, with some toys, with some toys. Hey, Andrew, this was a non-conference weekend for the WCHL. Um, Oklahoma and Colorado, I believe, won the weekend. I believe they did. Because they did not play this weekend. But we had uh, everybody else was in non-conference action. Utah hosted uh, uh, Utah, a soon-to-be member of the Western Collegiate League, hosted current member Colorado State out in uh, Salt Lake City. Um, Alabama visited Missouri State. Iowa State visited UCO up in Edmond. And then Arizona State and Arizona played a couple of games down in Tucson, but those were non-conference games. Non-conference. And we'll, and we'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk about that some more. Cause the only thing they had going for them was a sweet banner um, presentation. It was nice too. Yeah, it yeah. was very nice. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, let's start off in uh, Salt Lake City, and we'll just go clockwise. Um, Colorado State drove off of I seventy and ended up in the uh, ditch that is Salt Lake City. Um, Actually, Salt Lake City is very, very nice. I shouldn't give it a hard time. It's kind of nice. Um, a lot of weird people. You know, there's a – what do you think of when you think of Salt Lake City? I think of uh, sister wives. <laughs> so you think of Mormons. Yeah, I think of Mormons. You know what I think of? I mean, I, I think of Mormons too. But second thing, Salt Lake City has a heck of a punk scene going on there. They've got a See, wild I, music scene going there. That, when you said that last week, I didn't even – I wouldn't even put any thought about that. You know, I think uh, sister wives. I think skiing. Yeah. Great scenery, mountains, great winter life and all that. But, yeah, the punk scene is not one I would pick for there. Yeah, you didn't know that they were rocking, uh, they were rocking fools out there in yeah. Utah. How about that? The, uh, that? You know, the, one, the other thing that they've got going in Salt Lake City, their streets are so wide. Did I tell you this? Uh-uh. The streets are so wide. Do you know why they're so wide? I have no idea. It's so that Brigham Young can walk down the middle of the street arm in arm with all of his wives, and they <laughs> won't touch the curb. Honestly, that's, I mean, you laugh, you giggle. If you go to downtown Salt Lake City, it's like every road is like 10 
10 lanes wide. It's really? insane how, oh, yeah. When they say, oh, it's just three blocks away, what they mean in Salt Lake City 30, terms 30 is. 30 blocks away. You know, like three miles away. Yeah. I mean, holy smokes. Anyways, Colorado State, uh, we digress. Colorado State went out to Utah to play uh, the Skating Utes. And it didn't go very well for the Rams, did it? It didn't go well at all. I was I was kind of shocked at uh, the results of this. You know, last week I think we talked and we kind of predicted them to go out there and win two games. And yep, they went out there and laid a goose egg on Friday night. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of rough. They uh, they went out there early too. I was I, I noticed on their. This is going to probably speak more volumes about me than anything, but they um, I follow CSU hockey on Instagram. Yep. And they were out there like Wednesday night. Really? It seemed like for, you know, checking into the hotel. Huh, got there early. Yeah, got there. I don't know if they needed to get acclimated or if they're just out there to have a little fun. But or, uh, uh, Beat the weather or something. Yeah, beat the weather. Who knows? Well, whatever it was, they got beat on uh, Thursday, uh, Friday and Saturday. Three nothing. Three to nothing on Friday. And two to one on Saturday. What do you got for me? That's a rough go. Looks like uh, going through the score sheet, they almost doubled up on the shots on them, 37-21. Yeah. But they give up two power play goals, and that sunk the ship for them Friday night. And then, uh, you know, close game on uh, close game Saturday, you know, 32-30 were the shots. Two to one was the score. But they were just, uh, you know, or whatever it may be, they came up a little short. Yeah, it was just rough. Joe Morgan was in net for both games. He was. You would have thought he'd been able to steal a game or two, but um, no such luck. I'll no tell you this. Luck. I tried to watch the game on Friday night. That was a mistake because it was presented in blur vision. Really? Oh, usually Utah, the, the folks at Utah do a great job for us at the ACHA. They broadcast our national yep. tournament. You saw, saw those guys this past year? High def. A.J. Bolden, Matt Coma, Boz, and all the rest of the Anthony, all the rest of those guys. I think that's his name, Anthony, the grumpy guy. The grumpy guy. The, he, the, the, the brains of the outfit, the grumpy guy. <laughs> um, anyways, they put on a great, they put on an absolutely great show for um, nationals. But when I was watching this thing, it was like you and me getting up there and trying to v- broadcast with a, a flip phone. Really? That surprises me. Oh, it, yeah. It was, it was, I had to watch the green in the white, I couldn't tell numbers or anything. It was just blurred. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, but weird. Uh, it was disappointing. But, hey, I can tell when they scored. Yeah. So yeah. The, the audio came through loud and clear. So yeah. so luckily all you had to do was watch, uh, what was that, one goal for the weekend? Yeah. Colorado State, so. Yeah, felt bad. Yeah. Felt wish bad. they had a better Wish they had a better result. Make all that, make that trip out there and just score one goal in two games is uh, probably a little disappointing to those guys. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go over here to, uh, Springfield, America. I am in. Let's go. All let's right. Take, let's take a road trip. <laughs> here we go. Springfield, America. They hosted the, what do they call The frozen tide. The frozen tide. I was going to say not the skating tide. Yeah. Not the skating tide. The frozen tide. Yeah. But, um, so Missouri state hosted Alabama for two games and Friday night was just an absolute thumping Ooh. nine to three. I've got, I've got the stat of the night there for you. Uh oh, Missouri State five of eight on the power play. No way, five of eight on the power play. What is that percentage wise? Holy smokes, yeah, that's sixty seven percent, sixty two percent. That's yeah, that's that's pretty good. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so it, so uh, Friday night in uh, Missouri State was point night. That's for sure. 
I'm going. I'm going through here. When I pick my three stars of the of the week, I normally go through all the score sheets and yeah, and pick out the guys that have multi point games and kind of look at what they did for the next game or the game before and stuff like that. And I was going through the score sheet Friday night on this one, and I was like, "Holy smokes!" I ended up with two, four, with six guys on my list that had multi point games. Oh my and goodness! I was like, "Holy smokes!" Luckily, the luckily the next night for me anyway, it it sorted itself out a little bit, made it easier to pick out my star of the game for that one. But yeah, it was point night Friday night for these guys, that's for sure. Well, the next night, as you said, it was another Missouri State victory, four to two. So the Ice Bears sweep the Frozen Tide. That's a long trip back to uh, the Deep South for the Frozen Tide. That's huh? a long. That's a long bus ride back. But mm-hmm. hey, yep. better they, them than us. Yeah, better them than us. But you know what? They tightened up in. Uh, what was it? Four two was the final, but really a three two game with an empty netter tied in there on the end. Really? So yeah. So a little bit, a little bit tighter game. The Frozen Tide gave them a little bit more of a run for their money, but still, they uh, Missouri State found a way to get it done. So we had a little confusion there on Saturday night because someone from Missouri State, a volunteer, had reported the score four to three. Really? So the the, the person that runs the ACHA Division One Twitter tweeted that out and i said hey wait a second yeah whoa 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 yeah i got the score sheet here so yeah, yeah. we had to do a quick correction four four two with an empty netter so yeah, yeah. so missouri state figures out a way to get it done that's uh, that's 13 goals 13 that's, to 5 that's a lot of goals and that's that's a lot more goals than just one goal that colorado state scored 13 to 1 <laughs> so far here so you know well, they, uh, Missouri State's been kind of struggling in terms of scoring goals, so they found a way to get it done. And found a way, and, and good for those guys, right? Yeah, yeah. Good, good group of kids up there. And uh, like I said, they have been struggling a little bit in the offense department. So A great organization. Great organization. So luckily for them, they, they got it turned around and, and got it figured out this weekend anyway. They were, uh, you know, they were kind of down in the dumps. We were, we were this, we'll talk about it here a little bit later on, but they were down in the dumps with where the computer ranked them. Yeah. And so uh, these two wins were much needed. Yes. And then boost, they – Boost a little bit. They needed a little extra love from the commissioner uh, via text. <laughs> they, they 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 wanted some uh, a little extra sugar. Yeah. They were, they were yeah. beating me up on Saturday yeah. night. Well, you're the candy man now, huh? <laughs> uh, well, I was then. So, <laughs> But good guys, uh, great guys. And uh, looking forward, I think we're going to get up there here pretty soon. We, yeah. So fair warning to all the people in Springfield. Oh, boy. That's right. Lock your doors. Yeah, lock your doors. The commissioner's coming to town. Yeah, that's right. Put all the ice cream away. I'm yeah. coming to town. Yeah, lock up all your ice cream and uh, <laughs> Cheetos, White Mountain Dew. Cheetos. <laughs> yeah. do, do you realize there's, I mean, that's one of the joys I get about going back to Colorado. They don't have White Mountain Dew down here in Oklahoma anymore. But up in Colorado, oh, thank God they have it there. <laughs> It's. I go there and I, I like buy the whole store out. Yeah, the local quick trip. They love. They love when Perry comes to town. Got that right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, uh, let's come down I forty four. Um, in the gigantic matchup of just powerhouses, powerhouses, Iowa yes. State and UCO. Iowa State. Credit to Iowa State. Years and years and years ago, Iowa State would never go on the road. You always had to go to them. That was their M.O., right? It's yep. Iowa State. All those guys don't travel. Yep. And they would come to you. You would go to them like every year for five years, and they would come to you once. once. Yep. Uh, but they have a, a a change in leadership there. And now they uh, yeah, they, they get out on the road, and they go quite a bit. And so props to uh, Iowa State for coming down to Edmond. Unfortunately, they left with two knots on their forehead. They did. They did. But <laughs> Unfortunately for Iowa State. Fortunately for us in the WCHL and for UCO. It was a uh, two-to-one shootout victory for uh, UCO on Friday night, and then a, just a, a nail-biter on Saturday. It was, 
You know, we go from a 13-goal weekend from Missouri State down to another low-scoring affair yeah. at UCO, 2-1 and and one nothing on Saturday. That's and, right. And uh, I thought, just from what I saw, and we, you know, you and I were at the game on Saturday, and what I thought was just two very evenly matched teams fighting back and forth. The one thing I did notice and I thought was Iowa State lacked, for a lack of better, just a pure goal scorer. Yeah. And UCO's got a couple of those guys, and Mikhailov and and what's his line mate, uh, Colbeans. Yep. You know they've got they've got a couple guys that are just pure goal scorers. Know where the back of the net is and know how to get it there, right? And, and Mikhailov is he's he's, he's crazy. pretty smooth. Yeah. He's pretty smooth. But that's the one thing I thought was the difference maker for in this in this weekend was Iowa State lacked that. I thought you know they they brought their lunch boxes to the rink both nights and. And worked and made UCO earn it, but at the end of the day, they a lot of a lot of odd man chances that they never buried and and never took advantage of all that's, weekend. So that's the truth. That's the truth. They on uh, on on Friday night it was what one one after uh, both teams scored in the first period and nobody could score again. Yeah, locked her down. And then we went through uh, overtime. We had some. There were some chances in overtime. Um, but went to a shootout and nobody could score except for uh, Mikhailov, number nineteen, yeah. a freshman. Yeah, remember that name, right? Yep, <laughs> I mean, he gets talked about a lot. He he does, and he will. He's a uh, he's he's an heck of a player for for Central Oklahoma, and so he scored the winning goal in the shootout. And then, uh, as you said, we were at the game on Saturday night, and there was only one goal scored there, and it came on the power play, and sure enough, it came from Mikhailov again. It did. Just a- he just came in and he found like. A little patch of open corner. Yeah, just a sweet little goal from right top of the circles there. Yeah, I think he, I think he got it off the point, right? Didn't he? And then yeah. he just kind of made a move and got on top of the circles and insane. Let her rip, and that was it. In insane, and then and then they held on for dear life. They held on for dear life. Did you know what Iowa State? Credit to them. They they didn't give up, right? They nope. they they kept coming and coming in waves and and working at it and. If they'd have had that one kid, you know, totally different game, you know. Iowa State reminded me, Andrew, they reminded me an awful lot of your Oklahoma Sooners. Yeah, a lot of workmen and. Yeah, a lot of lunch pail, blue collar guys, yep. no superstar. Yeah. But they just, they they work oh, yeah. for 60 minutes. I, I I tend to like those teams a little better, right? I like a, <laughs> I like a hard working team. Well, UCO did did well, and it was good to get up there uh, for us. Yeah. Um, this was the first game that I've seen since they had the coaching change. Yep. They've also had some other personnel changes going on up there. Longtime general manager Steve Gordon is not there. The best scorekeeper in all the WCHL, Wanda. She's not there. She's not there. Um, And so it was, you know, you're worried that uh, is somebody going to fill the void? Right. And they had some good folks there that were filling the void. Had to give them a little uh, little pointer before Saturday that we don't need to write down – you know the first, middle, and last name on the score sheet. Yeah, those those slackers they'll they'll get it figured out though eventually, right? They, they did a good job. They did, yeah. It was yeah. also good to see uh, Betsy Timken. Yep, Betsy is their longtime photographer, and she took a puck right off the face. Yes, <laughs> right yeah. off her forehead oh. a couple of weeks ago with Arizona State, and um, she said she's still a little bit dingy. Yeah, but you know. uh, <laughs> I guess it kind of goes yeah. with her territory. Yeah, yeah, it goes with the territory. She's awesome, but. She's no, awesome. one one thing with that when you have that kind of personnel turn, turnover in the middle of the season is when you show up are you going to notice a difference or is it going to be the same song and dance going off seamlessly and I've I thought for the most part that yeah 
we couldn't tell anything on the backside was going on. And so kudos to everybody up there for, for filling the voids and, and doing a good job of keeping the show on the road and keeping it going. That's right. I missed seeing Eva as we walked in the door. Uh, Eva McAllister. She uh, loves you. Give me a, <laughs> give me a whole bunch of grief as soon as I walk in the door all the time. But, uh, uh, yeah, in front of the curtain, everything looked like it was just going great. Yep. So that's that's what you want to do. That's what you want to keep up with. We had uh, we had we were standing over in a corner, uh, the commissioner's corner yeah, over there. Commissioner corner. And the referee actually came over and was yelling at us at one point in time uh, about what was he yelling about? Uh, pegs. Oh, that's right. Pegs. <laughs> pegs. Like we like we had <laughs> like we had stolen them and put them in our yeah, pockets. Yeah. It's all us. We we got the pegs over here, people. The, the steel. Yeah. We we traded out the steel pegs for the ones with the three prongs yes, or uh, vice they, versa, something like that. Yeah, they've got some makeshift piranha pegs up there that they made here in town. Ooh. And yeah, those things are yeah they're 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 all they're awesome. I was not expecting to get yelled at from the referee during the game. <laughs> yeah, I kinda, I was, I was, yeah, I kind of turned around. I was like, "Well, what's going on here?" Welcome I mean, to the Western League. Yeah, what's going on here? Hey, hold up, guys. <laughs> all right. Well, hey. Um, then we go. So let's round out the week. We're out in the Tucson Convention Center yeah. down in the Dirty T. Arizona State heads down to U of A for two games. They play six times. They play eight times all season long. Right. Twice in Tempe, six in Tucson. Oh, oh, my gosh. That's a lot. That's a lot of hockey in Tucson. That's a lot. Um, game one went to, on Friday night, game one went to uh, U of A, six to four. And I believe it was 5-4 with an empty netter, if, I, if my memory yep. serves right. Yep, 5-4 empty netter. And then um, the next night, oh, boy, it was a uh, it was a barn burner. It was two to nothing Arizona going into the third. I mean, yeah, two to nothing Arizona State going into the third. And U of A uh, scores two goals in the third period to tie it up, but they cannot uh, complete the comeback. Arizona State wins it in overtime, three to two. Did you get a chance to watch any of those games? You know what? I didn't. The uh, I was out of town on Saturday afternoon, where I couldn't watch the Saturday afternoon game. Uh, Friday night, my daughter had me doing stuff, so you know excuses. Yeah, excuses. Slacking off excuses. But I can tell you, where's you know, the dedication? Yeah, where's the dedication? Sorry, sweetheart. Got pod. <laughs> Got got league stuff to do here tonight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're we're in the pod room on a Monday night. Yeah. Where's the dedication? Yeah, yeah. Where is this? The uh, but no. So uh, going through the score sheets Friday night, Arizona has been very 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 stingy on the power play or on the penalty kill this year and has only given up one power play goal. Yep. Do you know where that is? To Colorado State. We have confirmed that it was <laughs> against Colorado State. And that was courtesy of the head coach. Yep. He, he quickly set us straight on that one. The, he's, a, he's a listener. But how about uh, Arizona State come in Friday night, go two for five on the power play? Wow. So, yeah. So Arizona's been stingy all season. Arizona State waltzes in and gets two on the power play from them. You know, Friday night was kind of wild because um, they, they had a three-man crew down there uh, in Tucson. From the looks of the score sheet and the penalties, it looks like that was three referees that you're talking about. <laughs> well, hold on there because I, I did watch the game. And in the middle of the second period, one of the lineys got crunched yeah. right at the corner of the Arizona State bench where the glass comes out, where the end of the bench is yeah. and where the glass comes yeah. to the board. Which the uh, Montreal guy got almost killed on a couple well, seasons ago. Well, this guy, this liney got uh, a, a, a U of A player went to go hit an, an ASU player, and he got the linesman, too. Ooh. Linesman broke his nose, 
No way. Concussion. Apparently, the Arizona State bench was telling him, blow your whistle, you're hurt. No. Because he was in La La Land. Yeah. And he literally skated off the ice. Really? With the Arizona trainer, Diane, who was absolutely awesome. Wow. And they did the rest of the game for, for like the next 30 minutes of the game with a one linesman and one referee. Ooh, that's like that's like adult league type stuff. That's that's rough. That's, that's speed. Especially, especially with rivals. Rivals, yeah. I mean, you're looking here, 106 penalty minutes, 29 offenses. Yeah, in the third period, it just got game. nutty. Yeah, I was going to say, and most of that, bulk of that is in the is in the third period there. It was a there That's was rough. A, there was a free for all with like a minute four left or something like that, a minute ten left, and instead of giving everybody five and DQs, he gave everybody twos and tens. Yeah, and just get out of here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's go home. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, but oh boy, how how That's do you like? And it's and it's a guy. His name is uh, the referee was. Bibbs, I think it's Thomas Bibbs. He's a good referee, but he's also one that they see an awful lot. Yeah, so, so kind of creates some. Yeah, oh, people roll their eyes when they see him walking in the building. He's a good referee, and he had it under control. Yeah, but it's oh my god, it's Bibbs. Yeah, that's kind of like a growing trend around the league, isn't it? Everybody yeah. rolls their eyes at the home referees <laughs> coming in. <laughs> right? I, I I I like him. Now he does some things that I don't get, and we'll talk about that for the Saturday game. Yeah, but. Um, man, he had his hands full. He and in the in the other liney that was stuck for the next thirty minutes. Yeah, that's rough. I mean, especially two guys. You have a line brawl breakout. Yeah. Eventually, a couple guys are going to get away from the pack, and they can just do what they want for a few <laughs> minutes, right? They take liberties on each other if they if they feel like it. So if yeah, but these are these are good, honest college good, students, good, wholesome students here. Yes. Yeah, they wouldn't they wouldn't do that. No. Yeah. And on uh, so that was that was uh, Friday night. And then on Saturday night, holy smokes, um, at the end of the game, there was, again, a bunch of penalties. And, yep. and you'll love this, Andrew. It was the referee, again, was Mr. Bibbs. Yep. So kind of gets to uh, uh, familiarity. Uh, you know, all of the stuff from the previous night carries over. It carries over, like it always does. Yep. And so uh, a lot of penalties there at the end of the third. And they go to overtime. And instead of playing three-on-three, they had a bunch of guys in the box. But instead of playing three-on-three, they started overtime playing five-on-five. I have no clue why. No clue why. Yeah. I asked some of the coaches, why? They had no clue. They had no clue. Really? Now, at the first stoppage, about a uh, a minute into the overtime, when those offsetting coincidental penalties expired, yeah, they went back and played three-on-three, and that's when Arizona State scored. But why in the world they started playing five on five? Yeah, that's I have weird. no clue. Yeah, usually it's you play three on three. When the guys come out of the box, they get to join the play, and you play four and four until the next stoppage. Yep, then you go then back you, to three on three. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I was that's I was weird. I was watching that. and I was going, hmm. yeah, what's going on here? Yeah, what are you guys doing? Yeah, that's, so. that's a little goofy. Well, hey, that's hey, it's the Western League, right? But everything's goofy in the Western League. That's right. That's right. Everything's goofy. But how about Arizona? So, quick little stat here for you: yeah. 108 shots over two games against Arizona State here. Wow. They they peppered uh, they peppered more back there, but we stood tall and split the weekend with them. So that's crazy. Yeah, good for everybody. Those were non-conference games, even though during the broadcast, I heard it. Boy, if I heard it once, I heard it a hundred times. That. The broadcaster was saying these are conference games, and that the only reason they go to a shootout is because of the Western Collegiate League. <laughs> I, 
and I thought, oh boy. But uh, he's a he's a he's a nice fella, and I'm, I'm sure he's preaching to the locals. Yeah, so, so. They, they probably don't, they're probably none the wiser for the most part. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. I mean, don't doesn't really matter, right? Anyway, so hey, that was the weekend that was. Are we good? I think we are. I think we got all four sets of games in. All right. Well, hey, let's do this. We'll go to, uh, we'll hear our snifty little ha- uh, Caddyshack horn, and then we're going to come back and we'll hear Andrew's three stars of the week. Hold on. All righty, Andrew. Oh. We're back. This is pretty slick, huh? This is slick. You know, I'm telling if, you what. If everybody could see our little technology and our, our setup, they'd be impressed. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, this is the special moment of of the night when we get to listen to Andrew's three stars of the week. Hold on, Andrew. I have some intro music for you. Are you ready? I am Here's ready. Andrew's three stars of the week. All righty, Andrew. Sock it to us. Number three. Number three. I'm going from Arizona State, Brendan Studioso. Really? He had, he had three assists on Friday night, and then he had a goal to back it up on Saturday night. So four points on the weekend for Mr. Studioso. Now, he, that wasn't a, just a goal on Saturday. That was the game-winning goal in uh, overtime. Yeah, that's a big one right there. He, he was one of the three that stayed on the ice when they decided to get <laughs> yeah. rid of the other well, five. <laughs> you get to stay an extra little bit of time. Have fun. <laughs> All right, so Studioso from ASU is number three. Who's number two? Number two from the University of Central Oklahoma. I am going the goaltender, Alex Henry. Really? He comes up one shutout on Friday night, and he stopped a total of 47 of 48 shots on the weekend. I know of one goaltender in Edmond and two goaltender buddies Hmm. um, in Edmond um, that will be very happy with that number pick. Now, they'll be happy that you mentioned his name. They'll be upset you didn't name him number one. Well, you know. So, Hens is number two, and Tabitha and Amanda are super-duper happy. There you go. So, and Andrew, who is your first star of the week? The first star of the weekend, Missouri State, Mr. Josh Bell. Two goals and four assists. Oh, my gosh. So, he had a good little weekend. Six points for, for Josh Bell. Six points. So, Josh Bell, point mm-hmm. night. Point night for Josh Bell. How many, how many goals? Two goals and four assists? Two goals, four assists. And I believe, if I can look it up here, I want to say he had a goal and three assists on Friday night. And then a one and one on and the then next one and night. one, yep. Yep, goal, three assists on Friday night, and then one and one to, to back it up on Saturday. So a solid weekend for Josh Bell. Well, I'm impressed. I'm impressed that, uh, that you did not go with um, uh, number 19, Victor Mikhailov. I did not. And uh, from UCO, because he had two of the three UCO goals scored on the weekend. I'm impressed that you didn't go with um, uh, uh, Bronson. Well, you did uh, kind of go. You went. You gave Bronson Moore a little bit of love, but you didn't go with Bronson. You went with Studio. So I did. I did. So uh, I'm. You know, I was going to give Bronson some honorable mentions here because he did face uh, 108 shots over over two games. So that's a lot of 
that's a lot of rubber coming his way, and he did he did fairly well. Pick up picked up the split. So here I am. I was jumping the guns. I, yeah. I didn't know you had honorable no. mentions. Oh no, no, no. any any more? I don't write my honorable mentions down. I keep them all upstairs. <laughs> so it's a surprise. Yeah, it is a surprise. <laughs> it's amazing how much that little walnut holds. Yeah, huh? you know, it's 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 a capacity. I had to I had to adjust my hat when I when I when I thought about all this, but it, it it'll work itself out. All righty. Uh, any other honorable mentions? That is all I've got. So Andrew's three stars of the week, Studioso, Henry, Henry and Bell. And Bell. Very good. Hold on. Yeah. All right. Very nice, very Andrew. Nice. Very, very nice. I like that voice. See, we've got some, uh, got some cheesy sound effects to go with us now. We've got technology on our side now, so watch out, people. Well, let, let's not go that far. <laughs> Uh, even though, uh, so all these games that we just played were non-conference games, which means that the WCHL standings did not change. Arizona is still number one, I believe. Yep, Arizona won. Arizona State's still number two. I think they're tied with UCO they're for tied. second place. Yep, second place tied with UCO. And then uh, fourth place is Oklahoma, followed up by Colorado State, Missouri State, and Colorado bringing up the rear. I knew you were going to find a way somehow to get your Oklahoma Sooners in here. Yeah, gotta, gotta get them somehow. <laughs> All right. Well, we have some games coming up this week. This week will be a WCHL weekend. Um, Missouri State will be going up to play both of the Colorado teams, and the Oklahoma teams are heading out to the desert to take on uh, the Arizonas. So, Andrew, let's start up in Colorado. Missouri State is at Colorado. Uh, they're going to be in Boulder on Thursday night. And then they go up to the fort, my favorite place in all the world right now, Fort Collins, to take on the Rams for two games. How do you think that week? Uh, how do you think the weekend is going to go for Missouri State with them coming off a big weekend? They they had a big weekend. And remember that Colorado earlier in the season went to Missouri State, and Colorado is one in twelve on the season, and their lone win is at Missouri State. I, I, it, it factored into it when I was thinking about this, but I. You know, Missouri State was hot coming off this weekend. Yep. And I think that's going to carry over for them, and they're going to take care of the buffs on Thursday night. Really? All right. We'll so, Mo State over the buffs on Thursday, and then up in the fort? Up in the fort, I have got them splitting on the weekend with Colorado State. I think Colorado State's going to take it on Friday, and Missouri State's going to get them back on Saturday. You know, that's – um. I think we're finding out, we're seeing a little pattern here with CSU, is that they play well at home. They play well at home. Yeah. And on the road, not so much. Yeah. They're they're now, tough at home. and I mean, they stole a game at Arizona, but then they lost the other two games on yes. that trip. Um, so, okay. So, you've got Most State going 2-1 and one on two that road one. trip, losing Friday night to CSU and then uh, beating them on the Saturday fair. Yeah. All right, and then we have uh, Oklahoma and UCO heading out to the desert. Oklahoma will be at Arizona State on Thursday night. UCO will be at Arizona on Thursday night. So go ahead, let's talk about the Thursday games first. This is Oklahoma and Arizona. Oh, I'm sorry, Oklahoma and Arizona State. And when they were here, help me out. I think they split, didn't they? uh, No, OU beat them 6-2 and 4-3. Okay, so or, Oklahoma or six three and four three or something like that. But that's right. Oklahoma took both games. Yeah, they took both games. Okay, so we'll start there with Oklahoma, and I am taking in a big shocking fashion. I am taking Arizona State on Thursday night. 
Now, are you going to be able to go to the rink tomorrow after saying this? Uh, I'm not worried about any of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> really? All right. So you're betting against your own team. I am betting against my own team here. ASU plays really good at Oceanside. They're tough to beat at home. Yeah. All right. And then UCO um, uh, is at Arizona. Now, they played two games up in Edmond earlier this season. And they actually split them on the ice, but then we had an unfortunate incident with an ineligible player that was played. So UCO had to forfeit the the big Friday win that they had. Yep. So uh, technically, we have um, two Arizona wins, even though on the ice, on the ice, it's a split. Yeah, on the ice, it was I think it was seven to one UCO. Yeah, six or seven to one, and then it was six to two Arizona yeah, came back the next night. Turn, turn around and got them. I think in this one Thursday night, I think Arizona is going to get UCO. In really? their own barn. I think really? they will. Hmm. That would be uh, UCO's first loss under their new head coach. It would be. Wow. It okay, so you're going with the home team on Thursday night. I am going with the home team, Arizona, over UCO Thursday night. Then on Friday and Saturday, uh, the Oklahoma switch partners. Oklahoma heads down to Tucson. They're actually going to play afternoon games, which will be great for us, Andrew, because we can play hooky from work. We can. And watch afternoon hockey. Friday afternoon hockey. Friday at 1 o'clock. What's better than that? Which which now is, because of daylight savings time being over, thank God, it's now a 2 o'clock start here, yep. in, here in Oklahoma. So Oklahoma at Arizona on Friday and Saturday, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, Oklahoma time, 1 o'clock in the afternoon out in Tucson. What do you got? All right, so Oklahoma, Arizona. I am taking Oklahoma on the Friday afternoon game. Ooh. Get the pom-poms out. Get the pom-poms out. But I'll give you one back, and I am taking Arizona on Saturday over the Sooners. Really? Okay. I am taking Arizona on that one. So you're saying there's going to be a split between Oklahoma and Arizona. There's going to be a split. Interesting. And then – the last games will be UCO up at Oceanside playing uh, Arizona State. Those will be in at night um, in the coldest arena in all of America, Oceanside Ice Arena. It is an igloo up there. I'm t- I, you know, what an oxymoron. It hottest is, place on earth and coldest rink in town. Isn't that crazy? It is. I mean, you walk outside and you're sweating bullets because you're wearing a parka and mucklucks <laughs> yes. inside. Yeah, you're... You look like the kid from Christmas Story as you're, as you're, <laughs> while you're in the rink, and then you go outside and you start shedding layers. Oh, yes. that's insane. All right, yes. so you got UCO at ASU. Friday night, I am taking Arizona State over UCO. And then to spin it around on Saturday, I am taking UCO over Arizona State. So really? going for the split again. Now, when you when uh, Arizona State came here to Edmond to play them, they actually beat UCO 5-4 to four they on did. a Thursday night. They, they played them tough. I uh you know what, I, I think uh, as far as standings go, I don't know that we're going to get a whole lot of clarification here because I think the weekend's going to stay tight. Yeah. And, you know, the top four teams, Arizona, Arizona State, and the Oklahomas, they're all bunched up right there together. And I don't know if we're going to get much clarification there. I think they're just going to stay bunched up. You know, there be <laughs> might be some jumbling there of some, of some positions and all that, but you know, I think they're going to stay bundled up right there and uh, – we're going to have to wait for another couple weekends to see if we can get some clarification on who a true front runner on this thing is. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, that works for me. That works for me. All right. So predictions we have. What do we got there, Andrew? You said UCO is going to go one and two on the weekend. Yep. The Oklahomas are going one and two. The Deserts are going two and one. Yep. Most State two and one. Colorado 0 for one. Ooh. And Colorado State one and one. Colorado's got a long season. 
Yes, they do. Yeah. Yes, they do. That's rough. Well, hey, but you know what? They, they, they've still got that little sweet Venmo and that great broadcasting yes. thing they go on. I had <laughs> yes. fun. I have fun with the Venmo, so I'll be watching <laughs> it and just giving them a penny here and there, having a good time. That's a so, great idea on their part to do that. I'm telling you what, what a smart guy. Those, those kids in Boulder, they're super smart. Yeah, huh? yeah. They, they really, uh, they really won it on that one, haven't they? Pro- props to Mitch. Props to Mitch. There was a there was a guy on the chat who was like, "Who's Mitch?" Mitch is the brains b- behind that broadcast outfit at Buff Sports Live. Props to him for figuring that out. So that was pretty awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'd be interested to see how they do that and, and how they run that. But yeah, that's pretty fun. Oklahoma couldn't do that. Mm-mm. Yeah, Central Oklahoma couldn't do that. No, the Arizona's might. Oklahoma can't do it because Black Dog doesn't allow it. So <laughs> <laughs> you've already paid your money, so we don't want any more. You know who could do it is Arizona State. Missouri State could do it too, but Steve Casson has his uh, his his little pre-taped intermission stuff. Yeah, he has to go too. All right, Arizona State cool. can do it. Those guys are good out there. They are good. They're good on the play-by-play and all that. They they could do it. All right, let's uh, let's hear our horn and a little bit of Chance the Rapper. We're going to come back and talk computer rankings because this was the <laughs> week. I love it. Chaos <laughs> reigns supreme. Hold on. Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. All righty, Andrew. Uh-huh. Let's do that hockey. I, you want? You, we want to hear. You. Hold on. Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. <laughs> I just wanted to hear that again. I'm sorry, sorry. Sorry for our technology, but we're we're like kids in candy store right now. You know, I've got a I've got a colored button in front of me. <laughs> I'm like a cat. I'm just <laughs> yeah. hitting the shiny hey, let's thing. see what this one does. What does this do? What does this do, Mom? <laughs> Oh my goodness! Sorry, sorry to all of our listeners out there that you're having to suffer through this tonight. All eleven listeners? No, no, thirteen. Oh, that's right. We met. We, we met a couple new people. You know, I got. I, I got to admit, we met uh, a, a very kind gentleman named Lee Tyner. Lee Tyner and his wife and his wife at the uh, UCO Iowa State game on Saturday night. Very, very nice guy. When he came up uh, from behind and asked if I was Chris Perry. Yes, when he did that, I was kind of looking at you like. Um, hmm. and I tried to point to you to say, no, that's him. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was looking at you like, um, who, who's this guy? And, yep. and uh, especially when he had his, his pretty wife next to him was like, I don't, I didn't yeah. touch her. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm innocent. I'm innocent. But here. he was, he was very kind and Lee, we appreciate you listening. Um, uh, we're sorry that you're listening. We're sorry that you listen. <laughs> we're, we're, we're sorry that you have to put up with this suboptimal content. And but, I, uh, and just for you, I think we'll try to keep this to an exact 50 minutes. Cause I, if I'm not oh. mistaken, he said he listens to 25 minutes on the way to work and 25 minutes on the way home from work. The pressure's on. We got another 12, on. Minute, 12 minutes to kill Andrew. That's got to be a miserable car ride for him. <laughs> Listening to you. Listening to us, yeah. The best part was he said he recognized me or someone told pointed me out. You know, I'm big as a house, so I'm easy to find at the rink. Well, look for the big balloon in the corner. But uh, then he said he recognized you because of your laugh. Yep, my laugh. <laughs> and I, and I told him, I said, get, get used to it. We do a lot of laughing around here. Oh, so. boy. All right. Well, Lee, uh, we, we appreciate you listening. Um, in, uh, he said he learns an awful lot from this podcast, which was kind of scary. It is. Because I didn't think this was very educational. I didn't, I didn't either. Just a lot of BS and uh, yeah. Yeah, and covering it up with dirt and Shuck throwing it. a little more BS on it, right? Yeah, shucking and jiving and seeing what grows, yeah. right? a little water on here yeah there's because there's not a lot of production put into this i mean we're just kind of zero yeah we just kind of sit here and just just wing it (laughs) (laughs) wing it is right hey the computer rankings came out this was my favorite weekend of the year (sighs) but it's not the favorite weekend for a certain wizard all hat no cape because he was a little bit beside himself he thinks the rankings came out way too early 
And I think some of the coaches might have agreed with him because of uh, where, where things changed. The coaches' ranking was used from September through October, and on November 1st, according to the new rules put into place, elected by the ACHA Division One coaches themselves. Here is the computer ranking. Here's the computer ranking, and... Heads were exploding. Heads were exploding. Heads were exploding. And so we had some massive changes. We had one, two, three, four, five, six teams that were not even ranked in the top 25 that moved up to the top 25, which means that we had six that moved out in total. Um, and so from the Western Collegiate League, uh, Arizona was number 11. The computer had them at number seven. Arizona State was number 21. They moved up to number 10. Where, right where they should be. Right where they should be. Uh, Central Oklahoma was on the flip side of that. They were number 10 by the coaches. The computer says, sorry, guys, you're number 16. Oklahoma was number 14 by the coaches. And the computer said, sorry, fellas, you're number 19. Yep. And Colorado State is one of those that was outside of the coaches' ranking, uh, but the computer put them in at number 23. So um, kind of interesting. Now the top five last week when the coaches, it was Adrian was number one, Lindenwood was number two, Minot State was number three, Liberty was number four, and then number five was Michigan-Dearborn. But the computer saw it a little bit differently. They had Adrian number one, so the computer and the coaches agree there with Adrian. Yep. Uh, but Michigan-Dearborn was five. The computer says, nope, they should be two. Indiana Tech was number 15. The computer said, nope, you nope, should be number three. Go. Move on up. Lindenwood was number two. The computer says you're number four. And Davenport University out of Grand Rapids was number 12. The computer said you should be number five. So kind of interesting. The six new teams to the top 25 were Calvin, Aquinas, Oakland, Robert Morris, Pennsylvania, Westchester, and Colorado State. Now, don't ask me who the six were that got bumped. Yeah. Um, Western Michigan would be in there. Missouri State would be one of them. Missouri State. Missouri State was not happy with where they went from, I think it was 18 down to 38. Ooh. Yep. And so, uh, and I think that has a lot to do with that Colorado debacle Ooh. debacle whatever you want to call the, it the one game that colorado wins yeah you know, you're gonna pay the price so but um hey, they 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 rebounded this past weekend so and there's a lot of those teams i mean those six new teams yeah probably four of the six aren't going to be there in the top 25 at the end of the season so no there's no. going to be a lot of moving and shaking going on over the next couple of weeks here and so yep. i wouldn't put a whole lot of wait on the computer rankings right now because there's going to be a lot of moving and shaking going on. Yeah, I wouldn't put enough a lot of weight in it. I mean, it's fun to have, and it's fun for it me is. to see the chaos. Iowa State, for instance, went from number seven to number 20. Um, but, you know, to their credit, they didn't really give her up. Yep. They know they're good. Yep, they're And they there. know they'll be there at the end of the year. So uh, they just got to keep playing. Now we have, we have a little bit of uh, a heads up as to what the computer might be looking like this week. Oh, how do you have that? Well, you know, we have a super secret friend. You know people. We know people. We know people in very low places. <laughs> he has a low place, yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, actually, no, he put this out on the internets for all of us to see, and I just happened to stumble across it. Um, he, This is our friend from uh, The Wizard, All Hat, No Cape. Yep. Um, he, I'll just tell you, Andrew, he thinks, he, he's kind of beside himself. He thinks that it's, this is way too early for the computers. And that people will lose confidence in the computers because of all the shifting and jumbling around. So if he had his way, 
we would do this much later, like yeah. around Thanksgiving or until after most all the teams have played five or so games at least. Yeah, but I think it's you know, I think it's good because it the coaches polls super biased. We've talked oh, about yeah. that. Oh, so yeah. this takes all the biased out of it. This is strictly what happens on the ice. Is what we get a view of, and so yeah, get it, get it out there. Even though there's going to be a lot of moving and shaking going on here, let's see where we're at and and what we're dealing with. I think it, come uh, the end of February, beginning of March, no one's going to remember this. Yeah, no, yeah, we're going to be focused on the first uh, uh, the first few weeks of. Uh, no one's going to focus on the first few weeks of this computer ranking. Yeah, yeah. It, but looking ahead to next week, I believe. Here, here, let me put my eyes on here because these. This is written in such tiny, tiny script, Andrew. Looks like Arizona might be number six. Actually, nope, they're going to stay number seven. They're tied for six, but they lose the tiebreaker. Central Oklahoma will be 12th. Arizona State will be 14th. Oklahoma, even though they didn't play, Andrew, they're going to move up a spot from move 19 up. to 18. So see, they really did win the weekend. <laughs> they they should not play this weekend. They, <laughs> Keep moving off. on up. We're off. We're not going. Colorado State drops four spots to 27. Missouri State moves up. Eight spots to 30, and Colorado, even though they didn't play, they move up a bunch of spots to 45. So um, not bad. Adrian will still be number one. Um, It'll go Adrian, Lindenwood, Michigan, Dearborn, Indiana Tech, and Minot will be the top five. So Davenport will slip out. Minot will slip in. And there we go. Rocking and rolling right there. Rocking and rolling. Let's see. I'm just trying to think of who who else do we have. I guess that's that's all we have there for the rankings. That's kind of interesting. I you know I don't know that I want to tweet this link out to all the. I sent this link to all the coaches and I said, hey, just bookmark it. Yeah. Look at it. Get a get a quick peek at what, what the rankings are. That way you can vent your spleen on a Monday. Yeah, maybe instead of instead of midweek. Yeah, instead yeah. of being shocked on Wednesday. But I also said it's very unofficial and. Don't count on it because yeah, yeah. it's only up there because our friend, uh, the wizard, is uh, he, he he puts this up out of he does this as a hobby on the side. And yeah. Sometimes he gets distracted. He likes to go to great places to eat. I like his style. I do too. I like I his too. style. I like his style. We, uh, he goes to some exotic places. Really? I go to McDonald's. He goes like <laughs> Thai. I go yeah, to you it. know McDonald's. He goes to you know. Ethiopian type stuff. Yeah, no. See, I can't do that. It's got a, it's got a graze on Earth. If I'll eat it, no, <laughs> no swim. My food does not swim. <laughs> that, that's that sounded that graze on Earth sounded like a Christmas carol. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, we're at the uh, your favorite part of of the podcast. It's uh, Chris's gritches, gritches and gripes. Ooh. Do you have any gritches and gripes? You know, what? I don't think I do. Come on, what Andrew. do we got? I'll let you get started, and then you might. I might feed off of you. Let's see what you got. All right, my first one is easy because we ran into it on Saturday night up at UCO. It's the national anthem. I have no <laughs> objection to the national anthem. I love the national anthem. It's great. Do you know how many how many uh, stars are on the flag? Fifty. Fifty. Thank you very much. Do you know? Oh, I had to think about that. You yeah, caught I mean, me there for a second. <laughs> five five rows of six and four rows of five. Yep, do you know yep. how many? Do you know how many stripes? Thirteen are on? stripes. Yeah. How many red and how many white? There are what is it seven, seven reds, six white. There you go, making me think here off the top of my head. <laughs> That's what I think of when I when I when I hear the Star Spangled Banner. I'm sitting there looking at that flag, thinking of a lot of things, but I'm also counting rows and uh, rows and columns of of stars and yep. 
uh, red stripes and white stripes and, you know, what they represent, the states and the colonies. Unfortunately, the guy that was singing the national anthem thought he was on uh, The Voice. Yeah, Star Search. Or Star Search <laughs> or, yeah, yes. what, whatever the latest uh, oh. reality show is. He warbled and twanged and just, he, you know, okay, I'm not a singer and he is, so props to him because he could sing. Well, yeah, he's a singer, yeah. But the national anthem is just meant to just blast into it. Just do it. Yeah, just go. There's no modification. You're not Mariah Carey. Just just do it. Just do it. Spit it out. Do it the way that Francis Scott Key wrote it. Don't mess with it. Just sing it. The boys don't want to hear you warble. I don't want to hear you warble. Nobody else wants to hear you. Nobody else is going to be impressed. There's no agent that's going to come out of the woodwork to sign you. Yep. We want to we want to watch hockey, so the national anthem should be like over in a minute. Yes, tops. And for the for the production that we do in this league, I pre-recorded, get it in, get it out, let's go. Yep. And uh, let's play hockey. This guy was just brutal. I mean, to the point where I think I looked at you. Yes, you did. I looked over at our friend Betsy, and we were just like, oh, how much longer will this go on? uh, What is it? uh, What's the uh, Mystery Alaska when uh, Little Richard's out there singing? Yes. And they're having to take shifts to the locker room to warm back up, come back out, and then he he gets into old Canada. And, yes, that's what it reminded me of. I mean, come on. It's the national anthem. Just sing it, get it over with, yeah, get off the ice. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, it's hockey. We don't, we're not we're not here anyway. So that's number one gripe. Okay, I got to put my glasses on here, Andrew. Holy smoke! I wrote three things down. Oh, oh, here we go. You'll oh, love this boy. one. Oh, this is a good. Oh, one. This is I'm a good getting one. the look. Well, it, it's because earlier today I had to go. I had to buy a patch cord so we could for this pod room so that two of us could talk at the same time. Yep. I had to go to the guitar center. <laughs> What is the what is the stereotypical when you think of the guitar uh, center? Just a bunch of goofballs that work in there. A bunch of goofballs that are in there testing out guitars. Yes. Playing Stairway to Heaven. Yep. Or Enter Sandman. Last yes, I, I was gonna say last time I was in there, there was a kid playing a Metallica riff on the guitar. I went in just there letting her have it. I went in there today literally to get an XLR cable, patch cord. And I'm telling you what, there were three guys probably as old as i am just sitting there with these guitars they're like those ibanez steve vi just you know guitars and they were just letting her have it oh no they couldn't play worth a damn (laughs) i can't play i can't play worth a hoot i have a little i have an eddie van halen ernie ball music man from years and years and years ago that i'll get on and i'll make some screechy nasty sounding noises and hit a few (laughs) chords but you know these guys were awful (laughs) And I just, I, the poor girl that was checking me out and, and helping me buy, not checking me out, but helping me buy the stuff, um, uh, uh, I, I said to her, I said, do you have a big bottle of Excedrin laying around here? Yeah. Because I couldn't stand here and listen to all this garbage. All day long. There, there was one dude that looked like he was, you know, 60 years old, and he was sitting there with this, uh, I don't know what, it wasn't a Kramer, it was like an Ibanez destroyer type, it wasn't even a destroyer. Um, it was like one of those Phil Collin, Kirk Hammett things that has like uh, the Frankenstein face or Dracula face. Yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And he was just doing a bunch of, he had, he had the, the game going and the fuzz going and he was just, he wasn't even doing a song. He was just making loud, nasty noises. And I just thought to myself, holy crap. And that cracks me up because 
my daughter loves going in there and oh, and uh, playing the drums and all of that. And I usually try to talk her into going over to the electronic drums where I can turn the master volume way down. And, <laughs> and all you hear is just basically the, the hitting of the drumstick on the plastic. And that's what you hear. Yeah. But now they've got some real drums set up in there and she'll go over and get on those and just let them have it. And <laughs> I was looking at her and she'll look at me and I'm just like, let them have it. <laughs> tell them you I, I've been in a couple of other music stores where they have guitars, but they have like little guitar rooms where you can go off and do your thing and yeah, not annoy the heck out of everybody yes, else. Yes. And, and they have real players and I'm by no means am I a real player at all. I mean, I'm lucky to tune a guitar, but you're not also going to guitar center and sitting there letting everybody hear you. Yeah. Trying to get, pick up <laughs> chicks or something. Yeah. <laughs> cause just cause yeah. I can, I can strum a, my, an A. My, uh, my daughter loves that store guitar oh, center. She I, loves it. If if I didn't need it, I wouldn't go back. <laughs> I didn't if I didn't need to go in there and go get this little patch cord, I wouldn't have gone back. So there you go. So there you go. That was that was Gritch number two. Gritch number two. Well, Gritch number three is easy though. It's all the whining about the computer rankings. It's my, awesome. My it's phone. Awesome. My Heads phone. Exploding. I love it. I mean, it's it's fun. But I'm telling you what, people were w- having a whiteout on Friday. Number one. The computer, the rankings normally come out on Wednesday. So everybody's looking at them. Where are they at? Where are they at? Oh, I must have. If I got one, I got a dozen. Yeah. Where's the rankings? Where are the rankings? Well, we put in a new rule from the ACHA saying the computer rankings are going to get released on November 1st. If people were to read the emails that (laughs) the commissioner sends out, it says. Imagine that. Read your emails. Yes. It says the computer ranking will come out November 1st. It came out at like 2 in the morning on November 1st. Um, but boy, there were a lot of people that were just like, oh. heads rolling, heads exploding. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I had a couple of people. Where are they at? They're supposed to be here on Wednesday. Where is it at? Where is it at? Yeah. So I, I just, I, I just, I, I, I enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. And I had a great long debate via, um, via the telephone with my friend, the wizard regarding, you know, when it should, when's a good time for it to come out? When's yep. a bad time? You know? Because he knows I enjoy the chaos. Yes. And he knows I enjoy everybody flailing around. Yes. And trust me, this upcoming week, there's going to be a team in Long Island that is going to flail around because they're going to go from like 9 to 23, hey. which, which, holy smokes. I'm, I'm going to, I've joked around today. I said, Alexa, turn my phone off. <laughs> yeah, well, between these hours, turn my phone off. <laughs> so I've got a gritch for you now oh, that I'm boy. sitting here thinking about it. And it kind of is a precursor into my next little piece. Yeah. And it goes back to Halloween since we just got off of Halloween duty and all that. Yeah. So we moved into the new neighborhood and newer neighborhood. So lots of kids out trick-or-treating and lots of people up and down the streets and all that. Yep. You know, luckily my parents came over and watched our house and handed our candy out and all that for us while we took the little one out trick-or-treating. But as we are and, only... And she went as a zombie bride. A right? zombie bride, yes. Right. So... We obviously didn't stay out as late as the others since we're still little. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there at the front porch handing out candy. And if you are a teenage kid that's not really interested in the candy, but are just there to kind of take advantage of the night to cause some riffraff and just be a little punk, go home. <laughs> just go home. The uh, I think we've all been there. We've all done it. But now that I'm old man Rivers sitting on my front porch, yeah. I don't have time for you. You're just out there yelling, get off my yeah, lawn. Get off my lawn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't I don't have time for it. Yeah. If you're gonna be a punk, go home. It's it's now that I'm a dad of a little girl, I think Halloween and trick or treating is more 
more for the little ones now. So it's uh, it's wild. We I, I had to come home from uh, uh, I had to race home. I had a court appearance in Dallas. Yeah, and so I raced home, and I was like, oh wait, it's Halloween. I we might have trick or treaters, so I better have some candy. It's one of those you know Murphy's law, right? Yeah. If I didn't get any bags of candy, I would have had a gazillion trick or treaters. Yes. Yes. So I ran to the store. I got two bags of candy. Zero trick or treaters. We had, we probably had four or five large mixing bowls, oh, full of candy, and then I had I had taken some passes for the skating rink to hand out also, just as a little extra token, <laughs> and I probably handed out close to three hundred of those, and by the end of the night, we had like half of a bowl of candy left, oh and, my gosh. and that was it. I mean, wow. we had a ton. Have any of those kids. passes shown up? Uh, yeah. Maybe. Really? Maybe. No, I, <laughs> I haven't seen any, but yeah. No, it, we had a ton of trick-or-treaters. It was, was awesome. Was it you that was telling me I should put my business card out there? Yeah. yeah. Here's your business card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor kid. Yeah. What's this piece of paper, Daddy? Uh, well, keep that handy. That's a dumb lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> keep that handy. I don't really like your mom anymore. <laughs> oh, God. That's terrible, Andrew. <laughs> I don't do that kind of work. <laughs> Oh, much, much. Oh, yeah. geez. Yeah. Well, that was that. I I was uh, I was grateful that we didn't have any trick or treaters because that meant that the candy that I bought was mine, yep. all mine. So and you probably bought what zero bars and and yeah. stuff like that and all, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, I, yeah. I bought zero bars. You're that guy. No. <laughs> and I saw on Twitter somebody was handing out uh, Hall's cough drops <laughs> here in Oklahoma. <laughs> Somebody called him out here in Oklahoma City. Somebody, they got called out on Twitter today. I saw that. Um, handing out halls. We had it in our neighborhood. Uh, we found it in my daughter's bag. Um, Olive Garden mints. No way. Yes. Are you serious? Yes, Olive Garden mints. We found that. Yeah, so, yeah, all kinds of good stuff. That was coach. That was former Oklahoma coach Peter Arvanitas. Yeah, those yeah, out. thanks. Yeah, thanks, Pete. Yeah. Jeez. When every time we'd go to Olive Garden, he'd, we'd have to leave with hey, a cup full of those hey, things. Hey, can you go back and get us a cup? Yeah. Little Andy's mints. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine that? Getting a cough drop. Here, here's, here's, yeah, a, cough here's drop. a Dayquil. Cough drops. And when we opened it, when we saw that um, Olive Garden mint, we were all kind of like, what? We were all perplexed. Like, who does that? <laughs> who does that? <laughs> that was Perry. Yeah. yeah Perry yeah. did that. Yeah. A cheapskate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went Snickers, Milky Way, and Three Musketeers. I like it. And then, uh, so, but since nobody came around. It's all yours. It's all mine. All My, oh, and Twix. Twix was in there, too. Mm. Yeah. Butterfinger and uh, Snickers is the only way to go. Well, you know, what I did, here's what I noticed, Andrew, and this is going to show, this is how pathetic I am. The little Snickers that come out now for Halloween. They have, they just have like a, a letter on them, S N I C K E R S. Yep. And so it's not, it doesn't say Snickers, it says S or a K. Yeah. I got, you know, I laid them all out and laid I spelled out Snickers. Where it says Snickers and, and then I was like, it. can I push all these together? Does that mean if I spell Snickers, <laughs> does that make one, one bar? One Snickers bar? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Who knows? Oh, well. Yeah. So I got funny. that and some uh, peanut butter cups. Ooh. Put the peanut butter cups in the freezer and I said, kids, you lost out. Yep. Your loss is so, my gain. There you go. All right. Anything else? Any other gritches there, big man? Well, no more gritches, but how about, and you said you didn't have any trick-or-treaters. so Zero. So you're out on this one, but I was going to go top three Halloween costumes that you saw over the holiday. <laughs> so, But since you're out, I guess it's just up to me on this one. Let's do it. So my 
in no certain order. There was a little kid running around in my neighborhood, and he was probably a little three-year-old kid, and he was dressed up as Gravedigger, the monster truck. No way. And it was a it was a little homemade costume that his dad had made, obviously, and had little shoulder straps so the little the truck just dangled on his shoulder so he didn't have to carry anything. And the dad engineered headlights on it and taillights. <laughs> did it have like the big fat wheels and everything? It did. It had the wheels. It had the it had the paint job. <laughs> it had the same body style of the Great Digger. Yeah. And everything. And then mom and dad were the pit crew, and <laughs> yeah, it had working headlights that were actually flashlights. So. They had built-in flashlights as they were walking around the neighborhood. And, yeah, I get A-plus for ingenuity and A-plus for creativity. There you go. Dad's an engineer. I like he it. is. Yeah. Then I'm going to go uh, Pennywise. 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 And oh. Pennywise was a little creepy. He uh, he lives behind us on the next block behind us. and <laughs> Was he dressed like this on Halloween or was this like any other day? Well, no, nope, I've never seen the guy a day in my life other than, other than on Halloween. And... Uh, <laughs> As we come out of my house, we've got my in-laws with me, and uh, we go down to the end of the corner, and my daughter looks up, and she says, hey, look, there's Pennywise's balloon floating in the air. And this guy took his decoration so seriously, he got one of those huge car lot balloons and must have been fishing wire or something because he got it to float above his house, but I'm talking floated, floating in the air like... <laughs> 150 feet up in the air. Oh, my God. Like, it was way up there, but you could see it because it was one of those gigantic car lot balloons. Yeah. So he must have had it on, like, fishing line or something like that where it didn't <laughs> blow away. And I and I look, and I'm like, oh, well, that's creepy. There's a red balloon floating above our neighborhood, but yep. whatever, let's go. And so off we go, and there he is standing on the street corner, full costume. And the guy's, like, 6'4", so he's a big guy. Full costume with his red balloon and... We walk up, and my dog's freaked out, doesn't want to have any part of this, of what's going on. <laughs> they, uh, and he's standing there, doesn't move, doesn't break character, nothing. His house has had all kinds of strobes and sound effects and everything going on. So wow. He gets, he gets my nod. And then uh, I think number three, I've got to be a homer since I'm a, I'm a homer a lot on the podcast here. And, yes, you are. Uh, yes, you are. And I'm going to go my little zombie bride. <laughs> well, that's just so you can go home. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They don't listen to this. No. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. So there you have it. There's my there's my three, my top three Halloween costumes. I have to admit, when we went up to the uh, UCO Iowa State game here over the weekend, I was a little disappointed they didn't have a Halloween costume contest. It's always funny when you, especially when you get a bunch of college kids around, right? There was one year up there at uco i was there for uh for for halloween game yeah. or um, the halloween costume contest in andrew they <laughs> had a young lady there who was dressed as a police officer is that yeah is that the one is that the naughty the naughty police officer is that I, the one i i, I hope so because i vol <laughs> i volunteered to be arrested <laughs> i was i think i was doing the pa for that game yeah and i i Almost went out there and proposed marriage. <laughs> Holy smoke, she was incredible. Yeah, how about that? Uh, yeah, so I was, uh, but didn't see an awful lot of, uh, didn't see an awful lot of uh, costumes. None. Last year, in fact, I think it was their last year for um, UCO, and that's when the whole crew came as pirates. I think Steve and Wanda and yes, that, that, that penalty box crew came as uh, pirates. They're I'm, all yeah. swashbuckling, and I, I miss that. Yeah, well. To this year, they just everybody just came as hockey moms and dads, and yep. players and coaches, and so all yeah, right, a little boring. All right, anything else there, big man? 
You know what? I think we got our gritches and gripes, our yeah. Halloween stuff. I think uh, I think that's all I've got for you. All right. Well, we far exceeded Lee Tyner's fifty minutes, so yes, we man. are here. Let's let's see where we are. We're at a minute three, an hour three. So sorry about that, Lee. You're going to have to sit in the driveway and listen a l- little bit longer to yeah. our uh, prattling on. And then uh, we, we appreciate everybody for listening to the WCHL podcast. We appreciate everybody's interest in the WCHL. Follow the league at westernchl.com or on Twitter at westernchl. Don't follow us on Facebook because I rarely, if ever, update that Facebook page. Slacker. Yeah, I mean, it's Facebook's for old people. Yeah, that's Twitter's where it's at. <laughs> yeah, Twitter's where it's at. You know, if I was really, if I was really hip, I'd put it on Snapchat or Instagram or something. Instagram, that's where we need to go next. Nobody wants to see pictures of me though. Instagram, so. Instagram, whatever. So, um, uh, so hey, appreciate you listening. If you see us at the rink, do like Lee Tyner did and uh, poke us and say, yeah. "Hey, are you so and so?" And let's let's talk. We always love to run into uh, folks that suffer and have to listen to this uh, jibber jabber. Yes, we always get a good chuckle when we meet new people, right? Well, and it, we're we're just we feel very very blessed that people actually listen, and so we're very appreciative, even though we we tease and we. Uh, we give folks a hard time. Yes. We, we're very, very appreciative yes. that, that there are people out there that give a rip about uh, the Western Collegiate League. The student athletes don't get enough uh, pub, and um, so we, we appreciate you guys listening. Andrew, what else? I think that's it. All right, hold on. Let's. I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hit a. Ma- I'm gonna hit a shiny button. There you go. And then shiny you button. Talk. Hold on. Do we hear anything? There we go. Get us out of here, Andrew. All right. Safe travels to all the teams on the road this weekend. Safe uh, travels to everybody going around, and we will catch you on the flip side.